0: The other day, we asked in our newsletter if dogs should be allowed in restaurants, and y'all had a lot to say about it. It made us wonder, how dog-friendly is this city? And really, when it comes to leashes, dog poo, and more, have Vegas dog owners gone too far? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, I'm joined by co-host David Figler and lead producer Sonia Cho Swanson to discuss Vegas doggy drama and devotion. (laughs) It's Wednesday, September 6th. I'm Vogue Robinson, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Hello, David. Hi, Sonia. How are y'all today? Oh, so good, Vogue. How are you? Wonderful.
1: I'm happy, too. Thanks. Good to see you both.
0: (laughs) David, your energy level is like dog, dog tail wag. Yes. Hello. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. I am. (laughs) Very appropriate for today. So did y'all know that Nevada is ranked the fifth most devoted state to like Dog ownership. Hmm. And so, our dog owners, 20% of the people move from an apartment to a house for their dog to have room to run around in. Okay, okay. Uh, 8.5% have left a job that they liked to work from home so they could be with their puppies uh-huh. or so they could work or switch over jobs so, so they could work in like a dog friendly oh. office. Uh-huh. And then 9.5% would break up with a boothang uh, wow. if that boothang didn't like their dog. Wow. That is one in ten Nevadans.
1: There's one way to know if a person really loves you, they'll have your yeah. dog.
0: So what do y'all think makes Vegas a good place for these devoted dog owners?
1: Well, first of all, let let's uh roll call dog owners on this very podcast. <laughs> Full disclosures. Full disclosures here. Yeah. We okay, we're okay. all dog owners.
2: Yes. No, I I do have a dog. I have a little nineteen-pound poodle mix named Harper. <laughs> And she is my my fluffy baby. David, introduce your your pet.
1: I have a forty five pound what is called cattle dog, which I think is just huh. a fancy way to say mutt who likes to play fetch a lot and bite people on their ankles if given half a chance to herd them around. Yeah, and uh, his name is Spark.
0: Sparky. Yes. Uh, Yes, I have Shaka. Uh, Shaka is a golden doodle. She's a pandemic puppy is what we like to call her because we got her at the start of the pandemic.
1: She's also a medium sized to big dog. Mm.
0: I feel like she's like 60 pounds, actually. So a little bigger. She's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." So we've all got doggies, so I think we can speak to this. So so what do y'all think makes Vegas a good place for devoted dog owners? I mean, this always for
2: me comes down to housing. It'll always come down to housing in Vegas. I think people can afford bigger spaces with bigger yards.
1: For their Mm. pets. When you
2: said that that stat Vogue where 20% of people moved from an apartment to a house for their dog. I was like, yeah, that that checks out. That's
1: interesting. (laughs) I don't know. Mm. I think Las Vegas can be a bit of a lonely place, especially when you first move Mm. here. We've Mm. talked about the difficulty in making new friendships or trusting. And yeah, you could always trust your dog. And also, as wild as Las Vegas can get with his convenience, distractions, and temptations, mm. it's nice to have the stability of knowing that you have something that you have to take care of. It's definitely like a good obligation check.
0: That is true. I, I've had a couple of friends who, you know, they were watching their dog and the dog was the thing that helped them kind of veer out of their depression and made them get out of bed every day. So I have definitely seen that. And I think, too, like, so I live in a condo development
2: where we go into our garage and we go into our house and you don't really see or know your neighbors.
1: But Mm. when I got
2: a dog and I was walking her three times, four times a day, that's when I actually really got to know my neighbors. Mm. And it was like, realizing, oh, my gosh, you've been here for five years. I've been here for three. Like, what? Oh, my gosh. We've been neighbors the whole time. Like, you know, so it was a chance for me to kind of get out of my little internal shell or bubble, too.
0: So lately, we've been seeing some friction around dogs in public spaces. Mm. Like uh, our newsletter editor wrote a little something something and asked, you know, people's opinions about do we think dogs should be in restaurants? Ooh, people had opinions a <laughs> lot. Very strong feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering for y'all, have you ever seen someone's dog in a non-dog-friendly restaurant? And uh, what did you think about that? I'm going to start with David.
1: Oh, I, I don't like dogs in restaurants. I'm on I'm firmly mm. in that camp. Even my own sweet, precious pup. If we are walking somewhere, especially if it's close by Arts District, we'll, we'll keep them outside. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. My dog isn't the most trained dog, and that probably is a big <laughs> reflection on the dog's <laughs> owner's. That said, it can be a little unpredictable. I don't think he would ever hurt anyone, but he could certainly scare people. And I have to be mindful of other people's feelings. There's a lot of people who have had bad dog experiences. So I don't bring my dog inside, but I also don't love it when dogs are, are inside. What do you think, Sonia?
2: Here's my take. I love dogs. I think dog owners are a mixed bag. I think a lot of people kind of see their dogs as their babies, as their children, and that, you know, if, if their dog is this precious in their eyes, it should be this precious in everyone's eyes. And I think that's not a fair assumption to make. That being said, I've really loved and really appreciated when there are restaurants that do have, like, outdoor patio spaces. Mm. So, for example, Taco Tacotarian downtown has a, has a patio space that I've been able to bring my dog to, and that's been really convenient. And also because, like, I can't leave... dog Harper at home for like long stretches of time so if I'm out and about that really makes me have to like drive back across town through that horrible Vegas traffic to let her out to go to the bathroom. Whereas if I can like take her with me on like a lunch meeting or like a coffee meeting or something, that just makes my day so much more flexible and so much easier. So the availability of some spaces that do allow for dogs, honestly, is just amazing for me (laughs) as like a city dweller who has to drive through traffic.
0: Sonia, this is so cute. If you could, would you take Harper, everywhere with you. If you could eat with her inside a restaurant, would you do it? Okay.
2: Could I? Do I have to admit to being that person? Because yeah. I totally yes. am. Yes. Because
0: you're out here <laughs> being real cute about it. Like, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, if I could. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a dog like in a restaurant they're not supposed to be in. One of my clients once took me to a restaurant called lazy dog in downtown mm. Summerlin. Ooh. and i was like oh okay cool like i didn't know what the title was for i was just like whatever it's in downtown Summerlin, i'll try it come to find out there's like a hydrant there's like a little patio area oh for the dogs God. but you're allowed to bring your dogs in apparently <laughs> and there's like doggy treats and little things it's like it's very caters to the dog vibe wait david you've been right have you has, oh yeah have you been there before? yeah
1: and this was a, a law change that happened Golly, almost a decade ago, where the health district did allow uh, dogs at restaurant patios. They have to issue a little waiver to the E-establishment, make sure that all the protocols are in place. But, yeah, that's a relatively new development. And, yeah, I've been to that spot, and they're great. They they really do appreciate dogs being there. And I think, if nothing else, everyone's on notice. Like, if you go to a a place with that name, (laughs) it's probably going to be dog-friendly.
2: Well, here's one thing I thought interesting from Scott's newsletter segment where people wrote in. People were saying like, you know, hey, as long as your dog is better behaved than some of the children oh, I see ouch. in restaurants, you know, wow. like hold me thread, know. opened up,
1: open up that vein, all the blood on, yeah. yeah, let's go. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas' most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma.
0: So how do you feel when you see people with their dogs, like, off-leash at, in public spaces?
2: Ooh, that's another tough one. When there are off-leash spaces, like dog parks, you know, for example, and Basin, the Woofter Family Park is amazing because it's, like, really shady, lots of big trees out there. Those are fantastic. It's so nice to walk with your dog off-leash. You know, you just kind of get to see them exploring and and happily trotting along. However, I have gone on hikes at Red Rock where people have these massive huskies off leash and they will like run up oh to someone and, you know, they could they could tip over an elderly person and, you know, that that person could break a hip or something. Right. Like <laughs> your use
0: of the word tip only makes me think of cows. Tonya, thank cow you. Now nah, I just see huskies tipping old, tipping people. old people. Thank you.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That is. An amazing image. Good lord, it's terrible. Terrible. By amazing, I mean terrible. And plus, they're not always staying on the trail. They're like jumping off and moving into these ecologically sensitive areas. They could be going after wildlife. They could be, you know, digging up, you know, sensitive, fragile terrain. I mean, these are these are all things that we need to think about too.
0: Yeah. For me, I don't know. Growing up, the understanding was always like, if it has teeth, then it can bite. You know, <laughs> people were like, oh, does your dog bite? Does it have teeth? Then all bets are off. So, I think. If you have a dog, it's in a public space. If you're at like a public park and it's like around other like uh, around children or other human beings, you've got to keep your dog on a leash. If that's the law where you're at, there's also the issue of like if your dog runs off into an area where cars are at. Like, yep. are you are you paying attention to your dog in that way? Like, care for your puppy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, put the dog on a leash. I'm not here for it. That being
2: said, though. Something I do advocate for in Clark County, what I would love to see is beyond a dog park, I would love to see an off-leash dog trail. So there's something in the Bay Area. It's up in, I think, near Berkeley called Point Isabel. And it's this beautiful trail that goes for like mile, mile and a half along the coastline. And it's all leash free. And it's really amazing. You can just walk down this like beautiful trail with your dog. And you don't just like kind of sit around at a dog park like you do, you know, like say at Bark and Basin, right? You can actually like take a hike or walk with your dog off leash which is really really nice you don't have to keep like pulling and tugging and moving them along it's just it's a different way of interacting with nature and your dog and i really love it so i would love to see vegas get one of those but the question is do they pick
0: up their dogs poop on oh, that trail here we go.
1: is well here's what we're, <laughs> yeah. we're okay so now we're about to step in it wait oh i'm sorry everyone uh, but, that's but good. poop is a <laughs> that was big good. issue Everywhere in our uh, community. Yes. Sometimes we will walk down the boulevard and strangely mm. we will see what we hope is dog waste on the streets. Oh God. But here's the <laughs> weird thing that I encounter both in my neighborhood itself and that's the old historic John Park neighborhood with lots of people who own dogs and stuff. I see the little plastic bags that we all are very accustomed to nicely mm-hmm. tied off and just discarded in the street. And I'm like, you went through all the trouble of cleaning right. up the poop. Yeah. And yet Uh-huh. Then you just tossed it. And ah, now it's someone else's uh. problem. <laughs> that is a huge frustration. We've seen so many of those little well, we've seen a lot of things in the in the on the streets down downtown. They aren't always doing the best job, keeping it super duper clean. But the bags with poop in it, I don't get that. But that is a thing.
2: Oh my god. That is a thing. Yeah. Listen, I have to say, as open-minded as I am about dogs and other public spaces, like patios, trails, et cetera, when it comes to dog poop, that is the one thing that drives me up the wall. It drives me utterly insane. I do not know how you can be that irresponsible. So in my little condo area, because I have to take Harper out like multiple times a day, I have to go to these like little grassy patches. So I remember this one grassy patch just started getting all of this dog poop and I would step in it and when I would track into my house on my shoes yeah, and it was driving
0: yeah. oh, no, me no, effing insane I made me so that furious amateur amateur moves Sony. you're not always looking she's oh, no. on her phone I was looking. she
1: got her phone in one hand okay her okay, on the other. okay okay yeah I was like Girl, she's listen to podcasts <laughs> stay
0: ready listen the only thing you is,
2: can control is you but I see this like I'm in this grassy area one day and I see this like little Frenchy bulldog run out from one of the houses, like no owner, come to the grass, squat and drop a poo, and then just like run back inside to its house. And I Peace was like, how later. are these owners like <laughs> letting their dogs <laughs> live
0: like this? Oh, poop and run.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, this is already out there. In the in the richy rich neighborhoods, in the ritzy neighborhoods, you see uh-huh. dog bag stations and, and a lot of public parks oh, yeah. you see that allow dogs. You do see... St- those Stations, I just think there needs to be those stations. Maybe if you're gonna do a free yeah, little library, David.
2: David, my grassy area had a dog poop bag station, what? and I was still stepping in the poop. Yeah,
0: I was like, let me tell you, David, with or without the stations, because in my neighborhood, like these are new builds, okay? All these people paid some money, <laughs> picked out the plot yeah. of land, and, and then picked out their whatever building they wanted, right? So We moved in. I've gone for my own walks. I've taken Shaka out, and it's like one. I don't want her to eat somebody else's poop. True, because that's another like serious hazard as well. So true. We'll walk through the neighborhood, and there will be poop on somebody's front lawn. Like somebody walked their dog and just was like, "Oh, my dog took poop in your front yard." No one cares. (sighs) Kept walking. There are multiple stations. Then there's a small park like nestled into the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. like on one of the main streets, and that small park has bags across the street from that small park is the largest like somebody has a greyhound poop I have <laughs> ever seen. And I'm like, one, that's gross. Two, the bags are across the yeah. street. So I think people kind of ambivalent, vigilant, vigilant, they're very vigilant in their I ain't picking my dog's shit up. And well, like, that's and I yeah their and that's... religion. That's the hill they'll die on. It's it, it feels like it's a very distinctive decision with the ease of access to plastic bags. Like we're not California. You don't have to pay for a plastic bag hmm. at the grocery store. So what's your problem? Why do you not have bags? You don't know your dog?
1: It's reprehensible, but would you pick up random dog poop that you see if you had an itch? Sometimes extra bag? I do. Look at you. Sometimes I do.
2: I think about it. So if there is like a poop next to Harper's poop that's nearby and it's like pick-upable, I don't want to get into too much detail. <laughs> Here for uh, that's, that's enough mm. yes I'll leave it there solid I will because I also assume that every so often Harper sneaks in a poo that I don't see oh. right so I feel me it's Pooh like karma. this is karmic <laughs> yeah paying it forward
1: pooping it forward
2: <laughs> and then the other thing I try to do at the dog park because people at the dog park are also you know bad about leaving poos behind I feel like leave a poo take a poo you know that should be your policy if you can't find your dog's poo poo you better pick up somebody else's <laughs> that's my policy <laughs> Sonia.
0: Who are you? I'm," not, she said. "I'm a poop Just vigilante, okay? <laughs> Just in case this could be my dog's poop. I don't know. Oh my god, that's deep. Is that how you live your life, David?
1: Uh, yes, yes. And I also advocate <laughs> that dogs be DNA tested. And so when there is random poop in my neighborhood, that we take a sample and we send it to Quantico, and that person gets fined. The owner. Okay,
2: listen, that's actually a thing in some neighborhoods around the country. No,
1: I'm making this up and it's a real thing. It's real.
2: It's real. It exists. I mean, not in Vegas as far as I can tell, but you know what exists in Vegas? This is an article from Channel 13 from like, 2016 so i don't know if they're still doing it but apparently there was this neighborhood in the northwest where the dog poo problem was getting so bad they Hmm. put up cameras and they created a name and shame facebook page where they would post This sounds
1: like a homeowners association special
2: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah i don't think i'm on board with like this level of like vigilantism let me just put it that way but they would post videos and photos shaming people who
0: don't follow the rules wow so that is an option for folks who. I want to know whether or not it worked because I feel like even my neighborhood, everybody has a ring. There's a there like guy where everybody keeps posting the same video, the same guy with his huge dog, and it's like, they do not care. It's like, yep, you seen me, you know everybody has a ring. So, um, you know, hot mess, y'all. So I don't know, like, is there a middle ground between all of the dog <laughs> drama? Do you think? that this is about personal responsibility or do we need to go all the way to the far end and get into that doggy DNA?
1: (laughs) Wow. Well, when it comes to restaurants, I mean, the law is still in place. Other than a certified service dog, and unless your patio has a waiver, you cannot bring a dog or any other animal into a restaurant. So that debate may rage on <laughs> <So> amongst <mean. laughs> us, but, you know, right now it is the law. And, and, and unless the city were to come in and come up with some really, really significant protocols for all the things that we've talked about, I, I think it has to stay the law.
2: I think to me, this is like about a bigger question, right? Because I think the nature of pet ownership has really changed in the last few decades. I think about how, like, I think there was some Pew study that said like 97% of people in the country now see dogs as members of their family. And then like half of dog owners also see them as equivalent to a human member of the family. So the way that we view dogs in our lives at home is very different than it was a few decades ago. I think there are some cultural differences too. Like my mom, who comes from Korea, at a time in an era when dogs were considered more outdoor creatures, I think mm. had a, initially a hard time adjusting to, we never grew up with dogs in my household. And then when I brought Harper in, I mean, very quickly she became like the doting grandmother. But initially I, she was like, are you sure you want this dog inside of your house? Mm. Like, you know, it was like this this different concept. So I think there are a lot of different views on where pets belong in our lives and and are we we becoming these sort of like multi-species like families now and people who have this view of dogs as Equivalent to human members are like, yeah, of course I want them in the restaurant with me. Of course I want them in the grocery store, in the library. So, yeah. you know? If
0: the dog is a member of your family, do you let your families poop and pee in public exactly. places? Exactly. Oh, I'm on board is with that you, what folks. you do with your family member?
1: And very few members of my family bark at other <laughs> humans. But there are people out there who do and are dedicated to dogs way more than humans i mean yeah you know that is also a trend
0: everything besides actually cleaning up the animal's poop though like i'm i'm again i understand love i understand attachment i understand loneliness what i what you're not gonna do is tell me she's a member of my family oh i love him he's 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 my baby well put a diaper on your kid yeah or clean up your kid's poop i don't what? Yeah. who? You're a terrible parent. There's parrot, some interesting if parallels. We're call, if gonna...
1: I do like the trend yeah. in Las Vegas that there are more and more uh, dog-friendly hotels, and that's something that's across the nation. Yeah. But even on the Strip, some of the hotels, like I know the Cosmopolitan specifically, uh, are amenable to dogs coming in and, and have, again, these protocols in place for the dogs to arrive. We've traveled across the country, and we specifically, when we go with the dog, look for places like that. And usually they're great. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Yes, we put Chaka in PetSmart, and she gets her own room, and she gets ice cream and whatever else, little party things they do. Uh, Because we can't take her everywhere. She's big. Yeah. So it sounds like there's a hole in the market, y'all. There's a need. (laughs) So CityCast Las Vegas bringing you more business ideas. There we go. Build some beautiful dog and human spaces, and I'm sure that Sonia, myself, and David will frequent your business. (laughs) You're here. And, um, you know, pick up your dog's poop. Um, encourage your neighbors with positive reinforcement. Give,
1: give them treats when they do. Yeah.
0: Them. David and Sonia, thank you for this conversation. I'll see you and your pups later. Yes. See you, Vogue. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Vogue. Thanks, Sonia.
0: Don't forget, Desert Breeze Park is hosting their Dog Days of Summer event on Saturday, September 9th. Bring your doggie to the pool. We'll link that in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Let us know in a review if you think dog owners have gone too far. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care.
1: What do you think it meant when they put dog in the title?
0: Bro, there are places. Bad owl has and coffee. And there are owls. Like, there are absolutely
1: owl. 100% <laughs> owls <laughs> and bad owls. not real owl.
0: owls. They don't tell you to bring but your- But should they have owls, guys? They don't have you bring real pet owls. You don't have a pet owl. Shut up, David. <laughs> this
2: is the next way of pet ownership, guys. Owls at bad no. owls. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Leave the owls alone. <laughs>